Hello everyone and welcome to the next Big Thing podcast where we explore the latest developments in technology and entrepreneurship. I'm Godfrey Ackman, your host for this exciting journey into the world of innovation. Stay tuned for the insights and analysis from the brightest minds in the industry. Hello everyone and welcome back to the next Big Team Podcast. I remain your humble host, Godfrey Ackman. And today I'm actually excited to be here because the last time I was here, I promise you guys I'll be here sooner than you should expect. And I am here now. <laughs> I hope everyone is doing pretty well. I'm fine on my own side. And the last time I talked about Christmas. Christmas is still upcoming and the feeling is still genuine as it should. Okay, today I will be bringing out the letters in technology, the letters in innovation, and letters in news generally. Right, so I have one particular important update, and all of you have been seeing on the news is about Sam Altman. So, Sam Altman is the guy that brought AI, modern AI, into you know, into the spotlights. I think last uh, late last year, yes. So most of the news are kind of are revolved around him, you know, about AI, the concerns about AI, what's the next step, and you know, what is Microsoft planning and everything. So I'm just gonna run down a quick intro about him in case you don't know who this guy is. So uh, you might ask who is this guy, the former OpenAI boss and ChatGPT guru who became one of the like i said he's one of the biggest ai players in the latest history so don't 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 mind about uh, uh mark zuckerberg and elon musk i know elon musk was his partner at the time when they started building open ai and all but let me just quickly like i said i want to run down a little bit of intro about him okay so sam altman he was a tech whiz before he left primary school you know one of those kids i used to you know, stay back. They used to, I used to play around with their systems. You know, he was one of those guys, just like me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he dropped out of one of the America's top universities and appeared. I you know so many people that are dropping out. They make real. Like, I'm not trying to say that dropping out is a good thing, but when you drop out of school, it's like you have a, a different kind of. Like you have a different kind of mindset. Like you're so bold and you're so, you know, you understand that what exactly am I doing here? I'm not supposed to be here, you understand? So that wasting time, 
you need to go to something else, right? So most of these guys, you can you can make your own research. So many of these guys, Mark Zuckerberg dropped out. Obviously, can you read dropped out? So many people, right? So uh, he dropped out of secondary, out uh, sorry, <laughs> university, and appeared to be spearheading a revolution that could change our lives forever. Yes, and it did. When ChatGPT came, it beat. I know you see Microsoft. It beat down uh, uh, these guys. Gits GitHub Go Pilots, right? So I used to use GitHub Go Pilots if I need assistance in my code. But after ChatGPT came, you know, whatever I need, I just go there and ask, and it's free. Go, go pilots, I need to pay in ten dollars at a time. This had to disable the whole thing, right? So when they came, they brought out the solution that we have not seen before, right? Like artificial intelligence coming in to answer your question, giving you feedbacks, whatever that you ask. So when it came, like he's a very cool guy in the AI space, like I said. So Sam Altman would have been unknown to most outside tech circle before the launch of his firm breakout chatbot ChatGPT. But he has recently much of his time rubbing shoulders with world leaders and some of America's most recognizable executives. Well, that's not a surprise because someone like that, you know, has to, you know, be in connection with the headlights, right? So Altman grew up in the United States of Missouri where as an eight-year-old, he was gifted his first computer and quickly learned not just how to use it, but the program for it. Nice. Altman attended John Burroughs schools in St. Louis, told the New Yorker in a 2016 interview that having his computer helped him come to terms with his sexuality and come out to his parents when he was a teenager, right? So let me just... Okay, the rise of OpenAI. You know, enough of his background and everything. The rest of OpenAI, while his time at the top of Reddit only lasted eight days, his oversight of OpenAI has lasted eight years. He was doing pretty well with it, he said in a favorite tweet. Totally compared to Looked, which he now says sucked. The Looked, it was his first uh, startup that he did. And according to him on his tweet, he said, I felt pretty hard at my first startup. It sucked and I am doing pretty well on my second. The thing I wish someone told me during the first one is that no one else thinks about your failures as much as you do, and that as long as don't touch yourself out, you can try again. Yeah, for real, like I always tell you guys, whatever you're doing, whatever you think is not working, keep doing it. When you believe, forget about everybody else, when you believe in what you're doing, no matter what people bring, no matter what people throw, no matter what the negativity you receive from your peers or your audience, it doesn't matter. When you believe in what you want to achieve, when you know the future, when you know that whatever they're doing is going to work out, you know, that's how the universe works. You need to believe in what you're doing for it to come out, right? So exactly the same thing you did here. Yeah. So you launched the company with a certain <laughs> certain in Elon Musk, okay, who only ran SpaceX and Tesla at the time. In 2015, the two men providing funding alongside with the likes of Amazon and Microsoft. Totally, yeah, they got a, little, a lot of cash, actually. So it was run as a non-profit, which I was doubting at the time. 
right? So when they came, you can use uh, ChatGPT for free. And I think they started introducing the paid feature on the premium feature recently or something. Yeah, so yeah, fast forward, they build this OpenAI and uh, so many people started using it. You know, it amassed tens of millions of users within weeks of launching in late 2022, like I told you guys. You know, so many people jumped on it. It's so excited, including me, right? So Google, after after they launched this, Google also got in on the apps when they brought in Bart chatbots. You know, you know, like uh, in life, everything is about competition. Whatever you do, when it's good, someone else will come out and say, "Hey, Yon is not, it's not better. I need to build the best, right?" So competition always comes out in whatever you do. Right, so uh, that's 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 about uh, you know the whole thing, and the reason why I'm bringing in this this topic is that it was recently, or uh, recent, I wouldn't say pushed out, but <laughs> the news is kind of crazy because you know this guy was like you know the guy in front of the AI space, like I said, and well, so he was recently pushed out from the board and they kind of sucked them from the CEO position and so on and was taken over. So there are so many controversies about this guy and about the whole, you know, did something happen that we don't know? Because according to the board, they said they lost confidence in him. I don't know how you lose confidence in someone. You know, I think there's a story they're not telling us about. Maybe something happened or there's a fear. I keep telling, I keep saying this, AI, <laughs> We don't fully understand artificial intelligence, right? So I don't know if it's related to that or something. But you know, like I said. Okay, so there's another headline here. How the chaos at ChatGPT maker OpenAI has unfolded, why it matters and what might happen next. Right, so OpenAI has been quietly spearheading the AI revolution for years, but was thrust to mainstream attention with the launch of ChatGPT, which I just talked about in November 2022. Right, 12 months later, and the company appears in a disarray with open revolt among its staff after the sudden sacking of Sam Altman, the man we just talked about. Right, so there are so many, like I said, so many controversy. And it is a, it's a very shocking news. I woke up yesterday and then I saw, is it yesterday? Then I saw the entire news and I was like, what is going on? What happened? Right? So uh, it's, it's very shocking because Mr. Hartman, it was announced on Friday, actually. Well, but I think I saw the news. So it was delicious the news. I think I saw the news on Sunday. Today is, uh, today is Tuesday, 21st of November. So the news was on Friday that he has been revoked, coming just weeks after he represented OpenAI at the UK AI Safety Summit. And days after appearing at the company's first conference for third-party developers, the timing was so short. Like, what happened, man? Why did they have to push him out now? What happened? That's a question I keep asking. I just want to ask it. Like I said, they were saying that uh, they lost confidence in him due to unspecified communications issues. How? Oh. Okay, in this case, but just uh, just means four people, including OPI's chief chief uh, scientists, who had reported 
reportedly become concerned that Altman was prioritizing company groups over AI safety. Oh my god. Oh, I'm trying to get this now. Does it mean that he was overlooking the dangers or he was overlooking the uh the possibility that AI will wake up and kill <laughs> I don't want to say that. It's kind of a negative thing, but was he trying to overlook all that and just push you for greatness with the company? And like, is that is that the case? Or is he really the bad man or the trying to erode the whole thing, right? So I loved my time at OpenAI. Mr. Altman posted on X as a news book, describing him, describing it as transformative, right? Yeah, so it's a, it's a really scary news. So enough of that guy, let's just dive into something else, right? So X use, no, that guy's news is kind of, <laughs> kind of the main thing. So guys, if you have any, if you have any comments, discussion, reach out to me on LinkedIn. Yeah, this is kind of, you know, I just need to talk about this because what really happened is this what we really, what we are afraid of is this, you know, I don't really know. If you have any comment, just reach out and let me know what you think, right? Let me know what you think, your thoughts on this and what you think is just the right question, right? So, uh, this is the thing I wanted to discuss. So recently, I think I've pulled back from social media and it's the best decision. <laughs> it's the best decision I've ever done. I've ever done, like, for a long time, right? So I just pulled out for everything. I just focus on my own stuff, do my own stuff and make sure that, you know, things I'm doing are working pretty well, trying to focus all my energy and trying to get stuff done. So uh, recently, I have a whole lot of friends calling me saying, hey, Godfrey, what's up? Uh, we've not been seeing you. We've not been seeing your social media posts. What's happening? Why are you keeping us in the dark? Are you okay? All those concerns, right? And something I just wanted to discuss. So there's this thing that I kind of believe. You should text, text someone before you call, right? So if you text someone and that some, the person doesn't respond, maybe you can reach out after specific amounts of time, right? So in a new set of commandments from iSociety Expert, the Brits, mobile phone users are encouraged to allow older, older people more time to answer calls. Avoid loud conversations in public, public spaces, and withdraw if the person you're talking to seems irritated, right? So I just saw this and I just wanted to talk about this. So there are etiquettes, you know, in using your mobile phone. I just want to bring it out, okay? Experts in etiquettes have advice on the best way people should use their mobile phone. This is really important. I want to break it down including no longer leaving voicemails. Well, for me right now, yeah, I get voicemails. If you call me and I don't answer the call at a certain time, it will ask you to leave a voicemail. And people don't really know how to use it. Actually, people don't really know how to use it. So when you hear that tone, what you should, what you should do is to drop a message. That's why it's called voicemail. You can just say, hey, Godfrey, I wanted to reach out to you because of this. Call me when you get this, right? That's pretty straightforward. 
or just wanted to say, hey, I wanted to check on you, hope you're doing okay, call me if you can, right? But uh, there's some voicemails I got, <laughs> well, it's kind of funny. I got a voicemail that, okay, the person called me, and the answer, which wasn't available, right? And the voicemail was, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> The person didn't know that I didn't answer the call. Like it was an automated, you know, message. Okay. He or she was meant to drop the voicemail, but he didn't do it. So I'm just dropping this here in case you're one of those guys, one of those ladies. Please do the right thing, right? When you're when you hear that prompt, please drop a voicemail. Just go straight to the point because the thing is always a few seconds, right? You should go straight to the point, drop the message, and then hope for the person to reach you back. Like you've been seeing mobile in movies, right? So, those who want to call a friend would be better off messaging them. First, to nail down a time to speak. If they do not speak up straight away, says the Brits. The firm said, the preamble might seem cumbersome to, to traditional phone addicts. We love nothing more than spontaneously picking up the phone. But it is considered a much less straightforward way of initiating contact since it minimizes intrusion and enables people to manage their own time. Right, so like I said, so many things to consider here. Text people first. Uh, when, they re when they respond, when they respond, you need just, you know, go away with the message because People are really busy right now. Like people are doing so many things. And for me, uh, to answer a call, only if I'm using my uh, my ear my earphone, my headphones, or my airports, right? If I'm using all that, I can just click and then do what I'm still doing, and then talk to you. Or if I'm really busy, I'll actually to call you back, or you call me back, right? So that's the best way to do this. Cool. Okay, cool. Alright, so OpenAI is the one, you know, uh taking taking over the news. And uh, some other some other stuff that is out. Okay, this is not about news, it's about entertainment. Drizzy Drake, my guy. <laughs> so recently he dropped an album uh, for all the dogs and there were so many backlash. I don't know why you responded to them because, like I always told my, my friends, music is relative. What you like will not be what someone else likes, right? You like a certain part of music, someone else will not like it. You don't need to force someone to say, oh, this is all good music, this is good music, right? Someone likes what he likes, the other person doesn't like it. They're as simple as that, black and white. So Drake dropped that album, it is fire for real. And okay, I think I will no, I won't use the intro. I wanted to use one of the intro as the introduction of this podcast, but no, it's my half copyrights <laughs> issues. I don't want to do that right. So he dropped a new one and it is fire. Hey, let me stop there, it's not there. I just wanted to, you know, bring it all out. All what can no play makes Godfrey the doll, a <laughs> doll boy, right? It's okay. So there's another news here about X, Twitter, X, which one? So uh, U.S. lawmakers accuse X chief Marks of profiting from anti-Israel propaganda. 
and there is another news I saw about this that he, uh, the platform is promoting anti-Semitic uh, comments. I don't know how that happened, but in return and in response to that, X had to sue Media Matters after reports about ads next to anti-Semitic content. So, like we all know, uh, Elon Musk is trying to you know, rebrand the whole thing. He has already done that. That freedom of speech, freedom of you know information, it's like the number one goal. That's, that's what he's trying to do, right? So, whatever you're posting out there, you're free to post it. But of course, there are there are something you shouldn't do. It something you shouldn't post. So, I think that's that's where uh, he comes in. Okay, Ukraine unveils corruption probe into reconstruction schemes. Uh, the whole Ukraine war and Russia, I don't know how that's going. But, oh, what's it there, man? I don't know what to say. So, Volkswagen begins operating first rolling one battery plant in China. Well, I'm not a car person. Well, I'm a car person actually, but. I don't really know a little bit, a lot of more about Volkswagen. I think this is a cool thing to develop your own top, right? Okay, so uh, on the news, on the on the updates today, uh, it's centered around OpenAI, centered around ChatGPT, centered around Sam Altman, right? And the future of the future of uh, artificial intelligence. Right, so, uh, okay, let me just read this one. OpenAI CEO's author brings the European Union regulatory debate into focus. You know, when they came out and said they lost confidence in him, you know, they just, you know, it's, it's something that the outside world needs to ask. What exactly happened? What kind of confidence did you guys lose? You know, in him, I know. So across the Atlantic, the European Commission, the European Parliament and the European Union Council have been urging out the fine print of AI Act, a sweeping set of laws that will require some companies to complete extensive risk assessments and make data available to regulators. This is cool. In recent weeks, talks have been stumbling blocks over the extent of which companies should be allowed the sub-regulator. I really love this because I've been talking about this. AI is here, no problem, but we need a body to regulate. We need a body to say, okay, this is good, this is not supposed to be so, and then whoever that is not following the right procedure should be held accountable, right? So guys, I think that should be the end of it. We just... Okay, there's another news, sorry guys. There's another news that Microsoft has hired Sam Altman to be the head of uh, an AI uh, a project. I, I won't call it a project, it should be like a company. Just like we have ChatGPT uh, uh, and LinkedIn, different companies, but under Microsoft, right? So uh, they hired him, and I'm seeing another NBA that they might, that in talks to bring him back to the board or something i don't really know about that but whatever the case is we just need to understand that artificial intelligence is here but we need to regulate it we need to make sure that things are done properly or we need to 
be held accountable if anything goes wrong. Because so many, so many things are happening. Like the movie that I just saw, Creator, by the Washington guy, is is uh, about AI. There's an AI that was created, and you know he has. You know, so many movies are just coming out to tell us to show us the the negative effects and also the positive effects as well. If we turn a blind eye to all these guys. So guys, I hope you've been able to, you know, get a little bit of information about this. And I promise you guys, I'll be with you latest two weeks, right? So I'm going to drop something else. And do have a lovely morning, like I've always said. Lovely morning, lovely afternoon, lovely evening. Because I don't know where you're listening from, right? And enjoy the rest of your life. And see you guys the next time. Bye. Hello guys, and thank you for listening to the Next Big Thing podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and gained some valuable insights into the world of technology and entrepreneurship. Be sure to tune in next time for more thought-provoking discussions with industry leaders and innovators. And if you like what you heard, please consider leaving us a rating or review on favorite platform. It's helps us to reach more listeners and continue to bring you the latest insights and analysis to the next big thing in tech. Until next time, I'm your host, Godfrey Akban, signing off.